United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. I am joined right now by Dr. Joseph Sani, the Vice President of the Africa Center at the United States Institute of Peace. Doctor, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here, most importantly. So I teased this, and I would direct everyone who's listening after the show, of course, to Google the building of the United States Institute of Peace, um, because it's a beautiful bit of architecture on the Washington, D.C. skyline just across from the Lincoln Memorial, um, and it's in the shape of a dove, which is a beautiful, poetic bit of architectural design, but it must be great. Do you work physically in that building? Yes, yes. I, and thank you for your generous comments on the building. It is indeed a wonderful building. It is. And, and it, you know, it's sort of, it. you wouldn't, number one, you wouldn't know it's a dove. But now now you'll, you won't be able to unsee it when you go look at the building, if anybody who sees it. But it's also, it stands out on the skyline. You don't really recognize, you know, there's a lot of stately columns and monuments and so on. And this beautiful building with a lot of glass. But take a look. Anyway. A lot of things to talk with you about today, sir. So first of all, the UN General Assembly, um, which is an important event, but I don't know if everybody knows what exactly UNGA is. Like, why, like when does the UN meet and why? So first talk us through that. What is UNGA? So the UNGA is the United Nations General Assembly. So they meet once a year where we have global leaders. This week we are... We will be we will welcome more than 140 world leaders. So they meet once a year to discuss issues of global interest, uh, issues of peace and global security. So every year they meet in New York. And this is the first time. And this will be the first time after COVID to have such a big gathering in person. It is. And so I would say me sitting here, my sitting here in uh, my in the United States, that the the big issues on the UN's mind are climate and Russia, Ukraine, right? And those are the things that we sort of see most actively in the United States. But but that may be a very USA centric view of what the UN cares about. If you had to say what is on the UNGA's mind today, what is it? I will say basically you are spot on. I think the Russia invasion of Ukraine is a major issue, mm-hmm. but it's a major issue in the sense that it exacerbates other global issues mm-hmm. that I hope this world leader, the 140 or so, will focus on. For example, climate crisis, and then you are right, the world is really at the brink of uh, major ecosystems are under stress. No country is immune from the destructive effects of climate change. So uh, my heart really goes uh, to people in Pakistan, Puerto Rico, who are really exp- who have lost their lives and their livelihoods. So climate change is a key. It's a key issue. The climate crisis. Number yeah. two, I would say food food insecurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, uh, the combination of climate crisis, um, the war in Ukraine, uh, uh, have exacerbated already a fragile um, global supply chain of food. Uh, so we, I have, we have people in Africa, in other parts of the world, experiencing famine. So food insecurity will be another item. The economic stress. I mean, I don't. Um, 
your listeners can feel it in their pocket. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, oh yes, uh, exactly. And then, so more so in other parts of the world. I mean, the, uh, most people have seen the purchasing power erodes, and some have millions have been pushed into poverty because of the economic stress due to the pandemic, the fragility of the global uh, the global chain supply chains, and also the war uh, in Ukraine. And but more importantly, more importantly, I think it, it will be it is time to refocus on the United Nations itself, system itself. Mind you, Russia is a permanent member of the United Nations, and they launch a war against a sovereign nation. So it, it, it calls for reform. It calls for reform, and I hope that uh, this will be the beginning, or at least. A, a conversation on restructuring, redefining what the United Nations stands for, and uh, how uh, the United Nations can meet the challenge, can organize itself to meet the challenge, of, the challenges of the moment. Before we move on, one more question. The interesting thing about climate is that often when we think about climate and climate change, you think about the immediate effects, right? The world gets hotter, polar ice caps melt, sea levels rise, and then cities like Miami or Honolulu um, end up in peril, right? There's a very specific scientific thing that happens when sea levels rise. But there's a far bigger set of resource questions and land questions that crop up as the world heats up. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, when climate, it's like, like Freud would say sometimes climate change isn't just climate change. What actually happens around the world in a, in a heating planet? I wish you were the spokesperson of this issue. Thank you. You said this so well. You laid the ground so well. I, I think it's more than just weather. Right, so it has implication on people's livelihood, on migration. We now have climate refugees, for example. The, the world gets hotter, hotter. Uh, there are droughts, and people cannot survive, and so they move. They move around. So mm-hmm. the, you have refugees due to climate change. You have now uh, for deforestations, then opening up new viruses we have never seen before. I will not be surprised that monkeypox um, came from uh, probably uh, a deforested area uh, somewhere in Africa. So I think that it's not just about weather. It has ramifications and implications in every single aspect of our life. Health, pollution now. We have high instances of lung cancer because of pollution. And so mm. this is this is not just something about wet, extreme weather. It really permeates in every aspect of our life, whether you live in an affluent neighborhood or in a poor suburb somewhere in Asia. Very good. So tell me about the um, the U.S. Institute of Peace. Uh, and specifically, tomorrow, Wednesday, September 21st, it is the International Day of Peace. Can you tell us about that commemoration and, and what it's all about? Thank you for bringing this up. Uh, I think to mo- in the backdrop, against the backdrop of the war in Ukraine and multiple crises, uh, I really want your listener to remember that tomorrow, Wednesday, September 21st, is the International Peace Day. And the theme of the Peace Day is show it, say it, do it, and share it. Say what peace means to you. Do something about your commitment to peace and share it uh, with your friends, your family. So 
this is a day I, I hope I wish every day was a peace day, but it's always important to pause and reflect on on this issue of conflict. And so this day gives us the opportunity to celebrate, to reflect, and to demonstrate our commitment. And at USIP, we have, and you, you started the show by talking how, explaining how beautiful is the building. At USIP, we're inviting people to come and visit and talk to, our, to the staff to understand what we do uh, to promote peace around the world, because that's our mission. We work to mitigate, prevent, and resolve conflict around the world. And this day is a wonderful day for us because it gives us the opportunity to welcome the American public in the building to explain our work and to explain the importance of peace and more importantly, to explain how each one of us can contribute to peace, to a peaceful world. Last very, very quick question in about 30 seconds. You have a peace day challenge. What's that? Yeah, so this year, peace day challenge is a way of, Hashtag. So hashtag Peace Day Challenge is a way to invite people. So you go to the Twitter hashtag and to share everything you are doing, you will be doing tomorrow to promote peace in Got your it. life in and then around you. So please hashtag Peace Day Challenge uh, and share. Dr. Joseph Sani, Vice President of the Africa Center at the United States Institute of Peace. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me and have a great day. Thank you. You too. Have a peaceful day. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.